Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we bless your name. We glorify your name, O oh God, this morning. We honor your holy name, O oh God. We thank you, Father, for raising us up this morning. We bless your name, O oh God. We thank you, Father, for your divine protection. We thank you, Father, because you are always faithful in our lives. We thank you for the gift of life, for the gift of salvation, for the gift of eternal life, O oh God. We thank you, Lord, for the grace that found us languishing in our sins. We thank you, Father, for your word, because it is a lamp unto our hearts, into as a lamp unto our feet. It is a seed unto our hearts, O oh God. We pray, O oh God, that you will continue to bless us, continue to protect us, and continue, O oh God, to grant us our desires. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, I am Latter-day Preacher. I am Latter-day Preacher. I am Latter-day Preacher. This is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. How are you doing, America, Europe? How are you doing? How are you doing, Germany? How are you doing? How are you doing, um, Asia? How are you doing, Africa? I hope that you're doing well this day. I'm not here for a very long time today. You know, I just wanted to be here for a few minutes, perhaps 20 minutes. Then that will be it for me. That will be it for me today. Today, today. Just wanted to come and just and, and just encourage someone who is going through something, you know. We need faith, people. We need faith to face the challenges of life. And on the back, you can hear beautiful music. Um, it is a music by um, um, uh, uh, a very talented and a very, very, very um, uh, um, blessed woman of God, Ushengiwe. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Saying that, you know, when you are in me, oh God, I am rich. I love this song. Okay, thank you, Jesus. Until those, oh yes, I will bring my sacrifice. Hallelujah. I will serve no foreign God. Hallelujah. No Thank you, Jesus. Lord, you are my heart desire. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Um, let us go into our word just for a few minutes and then I'm out of here. Let us look at the book of Hebrews chapter 11. The book of Hebrews chapter 11. Now we're talking about great examples of faith, right? We're talking about great examples of faith. 
Hebrews 11, let's begin at verse 1. Let us read on verse 1. Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. So if you wanted a definition of faith, you have got it here in verse 1 of Hebrews 11. The Bible says, Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. Alright? So, as Trishan, as we are serving God and worshiping God, praising Him every day of our lives, no, we have faith that we will attain the eternal life that He promised us, right? So, in other words, we have confidence in what He has promised us. So, we also have hope and confidence, praise, praise God, in His promises. In the book of Jeremiah 29, he, God promises that, that, you know, that, that the thoughts that He has for us are, are thoughts of success. He, in fact, His purpose is to make sure that His people succeed, okay? He has great thoughts for our future. He has great plans for our future and His plans for us is that we succeed and that we excel in this world. But God is a God of order. Praise God. God also says that in the book of Matthew, um, chapter 6, verse 33, that seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto you. That is why he also says in the same book of Matthew, praise my teachers, that we should not be anxious about what we're going to drink, eat or dress. Okay, we must not be worried about tomorrow. Let tomorrow worry about itself. So these are promises of God that if we seek him and his righteousness, that all our heart's desires shall be added. So if we have faith, we will see these things and uh, these promises of God manifest in our lives. If, we, if you have faith and we die worshiping Christ, proclaiming and, pro and professing his name, then we will see the eternal life that God has promised us, right? So faith is the confidence. We have confidence in the promises of God. We have confidence in the, uh, in the attainment of, 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 of the eternal life, right? That we have confidence that we'll inherit the kingdom of God, right? As God has promised us, right? So that is what we call, um, in, in all honesty, faith. That is what we call, in all honesty, faith. That is what we call, in all honesty, faith, right? So uh, the Bible says, it gives us assurance that about things we cannot see. So verse 2 says, through their faith, the people in days of old and a good reputation. You can look at people like Abraham. You can go back from there, even from the days of, of, of Cain and Abel. You see what faith does. You see today we know Abraham as the father of faith. So we are talking right now about the heroes of faith, great examples of faith, men like Abraham, women like Hannah, women like Sarah, women like Rachel. Now we see what faith does, praise God, when you hold on to the promises of God. So the Bible says that um, in, in the book of Genesis that Abraham believed and that was credited to, to him 
as a righteousness of God, as a righteous man, because he believed. So it is faith that will differentiate you from a person who does not believe, from an unbeliever. Praise God. It is your belief, praise God, that separates you from an unbeliever. So the verse 3 says, By faith we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command and that we now see things not come from anything that can be seen. We have now seen things, we, that we now see things, we see, we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. Okay. By faith we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. That what we see now, hallelujah, that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. In other words, even from the beginning of the universe, you know, what we cannot see commanded. That is why the Bible also says that you know that you know the earth the universe was created by the holy spirit because god is a spirit so he is the holy spirit he cannot be seen so what we cannot see commanded what we can see to commanded into being what we can see by a visible eye because god cannot be seen by a visible eye right but who who cannot be seen commanded into being what can be seen so today you see the oceans, you see the trees, you see the sky, you see everything. Those things did not exist and until God commanded them into existence. So God is the one who cannot be seen, but he was able to command things that can be seen with a visible eye. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we have faith in God that we cannot see because we know that he can command things that are not yet in existence to be in existence. Praise God. That is why you would hear some people say what is, what is happening here in the natural, it already took place in the, in, 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 in the spiritual, right? In the spiritual. You might be employed, to, you might be unemployed today, but in the spirit you are already employed even though you are not employed right now in the natural. But as you continue to have faith in God, as you continue to, to, to pray, that which is in existence in the spirit will begin to manifest in the natural. Praise God. As long as you have faith, mighty Jesus, today you are living there in a squalor. You are living there in a ghetto. Today you are in employment. You are, you, are, you are unemployed, you are living in poverty. You are living in poverty, but in the spirit, you are a businessman, a wealthy businessman. Praise God, praise God. You don't know, you know, a man of God or a woman of God, a prophet would come to you and tell you, you see, what I see when, when, what I, see when I look at you in the spirit, it is different from what I see now. In the natural, you are very poor. Okay, you are unemployed, you have nothing. You, you can hardly have um, something to eat. But in the, in, in the spirit, you, you, you are a wealthy man. You have all the things that you can dream of. How are, you going to, how are you going to be able 
to make sure what the man of God or the woman of God is saying in the spirit manifest in the natural. It is by being faithful to God. So those things will begin to manifest in the natural when you have faith in God. You have faith in God because we can only please God when we have faith because it is impossible to please God without faith. We will get there. Hallelujah. We will get there in the name of Jesus. We will get there in the name of Jesus. So the Bible says, by faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. That we now see that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen, right? So verse 4 says, It was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. So Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man. And God showed praise mighty jesus and god showed his approval of his gifts hallelujah and god showed his approval of his gifts although abel is long dead he still speaks to us by example of faith now we have two sons of eve and adam we have these two sons we have cain and we have abel so Abel, seemingly, as the scripture says, was the one who feared God. He was the one who had faith in God. He was the one who was righteous. But Cain was the wicked one. That is why he ended up killing his brother out of jealousy. Praise God. Out of jealousy because God accepted the, the, the offering of the righteous man the offering of a man who feared him, praise mighty Jesus, and that led to Cain killing his brother Abel out of revenge or out of hatred, praise God, or out of jealousy. Hallelujah. So verse 5 says, It was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. Remember the Bible says in the book of Genesis that um, Enoch is a man who walked with God. Is a man who walked. When you read about Enoch, you will realize that this was a man who had so much faith. Praise God. So the Bible says that he walked with God. And this is the first case where that we see in the Bible of a man who did not die. Who did not die. So he is an example of rapture. Of what will he is an example of what will happen to those who are walking with Jesus today. To those who will die proclaiming and professing the name of Jesus today. So Enoch is an example of those people. Praise God. Because they will not they will be raptured when our Lord comes. They will be taken up in the sky with our Lord Jesus. So the Bible says. It was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. He disappeared because God took him. For before he was taken up, he was known as a person who pleased God. You see what happens when you please God? You see what happens when you have faith in God? Things that are unimaginable begin to happen in your life. When you are working with God, just like Enoch was working with God, when you have faith in God, just like Enoch had faith in God. So, faith is able to do things divinely, things that cannot be done, or things that ha have never ever been seen before. So, verse 6 says, 
it is impossible to please God without faith. So it is impossible to please God without faith. So anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. Who does God reward? Those who sincerely seek him. Because those who sincerely seek him believe in him, have faith in him. So we have faith in someone we have never seen with a visible eye. We have never seen God, yet we have faith in him. We have never seen God, yet we have faith in him. We say that we love him. We say that we believe that God will not harm us, but he will bless us. We say that we believe that God, if we seek ye his kingdom and his righteousness, all that we pray for, all our heart's desires, he will grant us with them. Because why? We have faith in him. So you cannot please God unless you have faith in him. Praise God. Abraham would never been able to, to, to have to, 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 to be able to please God if he didn't have faith. Praise God. Praise God. Enoch wouldn't be taken up to heaven if he didn't have faith. It's because he pleased you God. He pleased God. It's because he loved God. So Noah wouldn't be he, he was not going to be saved because the Bible says that God when he looked down on earth he saw Noah as the only righteous man he saw Noah as the righteous man that is why because of Noah his children and 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 and, and his son's wife praise God were saved because of him being faithful to God because of him of pleasing God of of fearing God okay so faith can be able to do that your family can be saved because of your faith because when you have faith in god in this day and age that means that you are born again christian you love god so when you are born again christian as you continue to pray the same grace that found you languishing in sin the same grace that found you in your sinful nature can be able to find your children, your husband or your wife who did not know God. And because that you serve God and worship him and love him, your children too will be able to serve God and love him. And by doing that, they will be saved. By doing that, they will, they will, they will attain the eternal life, the promise of God. Praise God. Because that is what we pray for. So we have that confidence in God. But that by us being saved, that our families too will be saved one day. This is what happened in the story of Noah, right? Okay. So you see what faith can do. You see what faith can do. You see what faith can do. Unto your name I will bring my sacrifice Unto your name I will bring my sacrifice. Thank you, Jesus. My sacrifice. So verse 7 says, It was by faith that Noah built a large boat 
to save his family from the flood. He obeyed God, warned him about things that had never happened before. By faith, Noah condemned the rest of the world and received the righteousness that comes by faith. So verse 8 says, It was by faith that Abraham obeyed God, called him, when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as an inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going. Hmm. So much faith, so much faith from Abraham. So imagine you are where you are today. Let's say you are in Kenya, you are in America, and, and a voice of God comes, and God comes and he calls you. Maybe usually God will speak to you in your dreams, or he will avail himself in your visions. That is what the Bible says, right? So he comes in your dreams today, and he tells you, leave your country. Leave your people, leave your children, leave everything behind. Or take your children, of course, you would not leave your children. Just take your children with, but leave your country, your neighbors, your cousins and everything, your, your, your father, your mother, leave them behind. Come, I'll show you where you are going. There is a country that I want you to go to. And when you get there, I will bless you. And it does not tell you, but where is this country, you know? But you obey, because why? You have faith in God. That is why Abraham is called the father of faith. That is why he is called the father of faith. He did not hesitate. He did not question God. But when he heard the voice of God speaking, when God said, go to a country, you see, that country you will inherit it. It is your inheritance. Your descendants will inherit that country. Praise God. Your, descendant, you, your descendants will inherit that country. And by that time, Abraham was already old, right? And he did not have a child, right? Not a single child. And, 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 and his wife, Sarah, was already old also. So, but Abraham did not hesitate. He, he, he went to this, to this country that he's never been before, to this land. And when he got there, he lived there as an alien. That is what the Bible says. He lived in a tent as an alien because he was an alien but it was that was to be the land that god was going to give him hallelujah that god was going to give him he was not going to see it but his descendants were going to see it. because you remember even isaac did not see the land of the promise right even jake yeah even isaac did not see the land of the promise even jacob did not see but his their descendants did see the land that God promised Abraham because of his faith. The Bible says he believed. He believed and that was credited to him as righteousness. And that was credited to him as righteousness because when we believe, therefore God credits that as, uh, credits that as righteousness. Okay? He regards that as righteousness. And when we have righteousness in God, then we, 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 have, we, 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 we know him. All right, so the Bible says when he reached, um, okay, verse 9, and the Bible says even when he reached the land God promised him, he lived there by faith, for he was like a foreigner living in a tent, and so did Isaac and Jacob who inherited the same promise. Verse 10 says, Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundation, a city designed and built by God. 
That was the city that he was looking forward to. So verse 11, the last verse, the Bible says, It was by faith that even Sarah was able to have a child, though she was barren and was too old. She believed that God would keep his promise. So how many people are barren today? And some of them are old ladies, they've never had. For instance, my, uh, my aunt died barren. She died at the age of 90, 95. That's my aunt, my mother's sister. She was barren, okay. She was barren, but she was not a Christian. She was not a person who believed in God, basically. She was a Sangoma, right? So the Bible says that uh, Sarah gave birth at the age of 80. She conceived at the age of 80. That, uh, that is old age. By that time, many people have given up on many things. By that time, many people are looking at the grave. They know that you know the only place that they are looking at right now is the grave to go to rest. All right? But that was the beginning. I say that was the beginning of life for Sarah because the child of the promise that God promised Abraham in his old age came to pass. Why? Because Sarah believed. He believed. Even Abraham believed. He believed. Abraham believed and Sarah believed. And at age 80, he conceived. You see what happens when you have faith in God. Things might not happen this year. Things might happen in two years' time. But the fact that you believe that your business will prosper, praise God, that means whatever that you believe, it will manifest because you have so much faith in God. You have so much faith in God. The fact that you believe that this year will not end without you being employed, it will happen, it will manifest. You have cause, you have, we are walking in faith. That is what we do. The righteous walk in faith. That is what we do as the righteousness of God. We walk in faith. When others give up, we don't give up. It does not matter if things favor us or things don't favor us, but we walk in faith and we walk by faith because we are the righteousness of God. We never give up on God. We trust in Him. So Enoch did, and as a result, he did, he did not experience death. Enoch did not experience because of his faith because he was the man who was working with God. Abraham, Abraham did, praise God, and God blessed him with numerous descendants, numerous as the stars and the sand, praise God. Hallelujah. Noah did, and because of his faith, he saved his family, and he did not die from the flood because of his faith. Hallelujah. Sarah did, and at age 80, when everybody has given up, he, he, she gave birth. Hallelujah. I just want to encourage you out there. You know, whatever that you're going through, you just have to believe God. Believe, hold on in His promises. Have faith, because you cannot please Him without faith. Have faith in the living God. I'm going through something. Me too, right now. I'm going through something. 
but I have faith in God because I believe that he has the final say. I have faith in God. My heart hurts sometimes. I wake up and my heart hurts. But then I remember the promises of God and I begin to believe that God has the final say. So believe in God. I know it hurts. The calamities hurts. The sickness in your body hurts. The fact that you are not working hurts. The fact that your, 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 your marriage is in turmoil hurts. The fact that you are attacked, you have bad dreams. The fact that you have demonic attacks, it hurts. But believe in God. Continue to pray by faith and your deliverance is at hand. God hears your prayers. Let me leave you and love you. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. You are worthy to be praised, O oh God. You are worthy to be glorified. You are worthy to be honored, Jehovah. Father, we thank you for your word. May your word come into our hearts, O oh God, as a seed. May it draw and draw and draw until we come to the full knowledge of Christ Jesus, O oh God. Father, may we have faith in everything. May we hold on to your promises. May we believe in you more and more, especially in our worst moments, O oh God. We pray, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, that you will bless us with the gift of faith so that we will have faith even when it seems that we are going to die. Even when it seems that we are going to die. But we must have faith that because we trust in God, we will not die, but we will live to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you, Father, for your love. I pray in the name of Jesus that you touch your children. In Jesus' mighty name. I am Latter-day Preacher. It was lovely. I went on to 30 minutes. I thought it was going to be quick. Well, God bless you, brothers and sisters. Until next time. <laughs>